This is Financially Covered with Certified Financial Planner, David Chudik, a podcast for insurance agency owners, their money, and their profits. All right, and welcome to today's episode of Financially Covered. Uh, We're a podcast for insurance agency owners, uh, their agencies, and their profits. So my name is David Chudik, and I'm a financial planner, and I just want to be a resource to the insurance agencies out there. And today we have a special guest, uh, Jared Cleaver. So Jared, tell us a little bit about your professional background, and then also uh, it looks like uh, you have a pretty big sports background, and tell us a little bit about your, your personal life as well. Yeah, thanks, David. Good morning, and thanks for having me on. Um, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina work with a company called Zywave, and um, I've been in sales for pretty much my entire career uh, since college. Uh, Fortunately, that was um, 13 years ago now. Um, And Zywave really helps insurance agencies with differentiation and efficiencies, helping them write more business, retain more accounts, and making things easier. So a lot of times they can have more fun and go play golf or hang out with their kids and their family and stuff like that. Um, I'm a proud father of three. I've got two boys, ages six and four, and a baby girl who's one and a half. So my wife and I stay pretty busy with that. Um, I am an avid sports fan. I swam at the University of North Carolina. I was a 100 butterflyer with my main event. So I was a sprinter, butterfly, and freestyle. I wanted to be a basketball player, um, and I played a lot of basketball growing up. Um, I'm six feet tall right now, and unfortunately, I was actually six feet tall in fifth grade. So I was a center and a power forward, got to high school, never grew another inch. So I had to try to learn how to become a point guard. And if you know anything about basketball, centers and point guards are pretty different (laughs) positions out there. So about that time, my family had moved into a neighborhood in Charlotte that had a neighborhood pool. And my mom encouraged me to join the team, the swim team, just to meet some kids in the neighborhood. I didn't really want to do it. Uh, but I jumped in the pool and just by chance happened to be naturally pretty good at it and uh, kind of realized early on that, you know, hey, if I want to continue my sports career and maybe go play somewhere in college or do something like that, that swimming was my best bet. So I did that and swam at UNC and they were top 25 team the whole time I was there. So how many yards or meters does a competitive collegiate swimmer do in a day or wh- how many hours? What does that translate into? Yeah, it was um, – Three days a week, the sprint group did two practices a day. The distance group was doubles every single day. So we did about 5,000 yards in the morning, um, and then we would do about 7,000 yards in the afternoon on those three days. And then the other two days, we just did afternoon practice. So, Okay, well, I'm tired now, so let's uh, – let... <laughs> That uh, just thinking about makes uh, makes me tired, but but it is interesting because I think a lot of successful salespeople and entrepreneurs have some sort of an athletic background because I'm sure there are quite a few days where you didn't feel like swimming 7,000 meters, but you still did, and uh, you know making that one more sales call um, is something that a lot of times we don't feel like doing, but if you do it, over time it's going to give you some success. So that's 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 really interesting there. So yeah. So, carryover between athletics and, and business. And I, I would say even family life too. I mean, a lot of friends of mine, I had, we had our kids a little younger than most of my friends and now some of my friends are starting to have kids. So they're asking, you know, oh man, I'm, I'm worried. It's going to be tough. How do you get it all done? And I just go, hey, it's, it's just like 
If you're the type of person who waited till the last 30 minutes to turn in your homework assignments or your paper or study for your test, you'll probably have a hard time <laughs> being a parent. But if you get up and get your stuff done and power through and have a good time while you're doing it, you'll be just fine. Sure. hundred percent, hundred percent. So you've worked in a couple different sales jobs. What's the, what's the worst sales job you've ever had? Uh, yeah. Um, I've had some, I've been real fortunate. I've been with Zyway for seven years and um, it's been really enjoyable. I love it. But it took me a while to actually find uh, a good fit. So right after college, I moved to Los Angeles and, and was ch chasing my girlfriend out there, who's now my wife. And um, I didn't have any connections there. It was the height of the recession, 2007, 2008. <clears throat> so um, I was working just a lot of just really bad sales jobs. Uh, one in particular, um, <clears throat> I worked in a call center in Santa Monica and it was this place where there was probably 50 people um, in a room and the phones just never stopped ringing off the hook. As soon as you hung up the phone, another call came in. And um, what we were selling was listings to foreclosed properties. So this company would advertise on Craigslist and different places online. And they would show these beautiful houses in Pasadena or Santa Monica, all over Los Angeles and Orange County. And it would say it was $250,000 or something like that. Too good to be true. So naturally hundreds of people would call and they'd ask for a tour of those houses and stuff like that. And we would say, Hey, I don't have that house, but what I have for you is a listing of all these foreclosed properties in the area. And we would charge 300 bucks for that. And so this company would literally pay you cash every day for the, the leads that you sold. Um, there was a few times where people would go, you know what, I want to talk to my wife. So let me take down your cell phone number and I'll call you back. And they would call back and, I, would, I found out a couple of weeks in that these were just completely bogus listings. Um, people would call me back and go, man, I spent $300 with you and I drove by the address and there's absolutely nothing there. Um, so I worked there for about three weeks and then realized that this was a complete scam that this company was running. Um, and I felt really bad about the people that I had unknowingly swindled out of $300 and so I quit the very next day. Wow. Yeah. You, well, you, you got to believe, well, you have to be selling a product that's legit and you have to believe in what you're selling. Um, and, and I think that's one of the keys in any type of sales is passion comes through. And if you know that you're not selling a legit product, it, it, it's going to come through. It's definitely going to come through. So, you know, the insurance industry is, is evolving so much and there's, there's 800 numbers. And uh, what do you think for, for the local PNC agencies, what are some of the biggest areas of opportunities uh, for, for them to, to grow and maintain and be profitable and do all those things that small that local agencies want to do? Yeah, um, I think one of the biggest areas of opportunity for agencies, and this will sound very broad, but I'll, I'll zero in a little bit more, is, um, is really a lot of agencies don't control their own destiny. Um, a lot of the local agencies don't do that. And what I, what I mean by that is, is a couple of things. Number one, so first of all, insurance just by its nature is very tough for a broker to control. Um, they're selling somebody else's product at somebody else's price point. And oftentimes they have very little control over the price and you know the options and things of that nature. So that in and of itself makes it challenging. But when you go a step further, when I say agencies don't control their own destiny, very few of the local agencies that I've talked to have a plan for growth. They don't identify their target prospect. 95% of their new business is referral based. 
And there's nothing wrong with referrals. We all love referrals. It's the easiest type of business. To but you, you even need a plan to get referrals. You just can't hope that they come in because they certainly won't, you won't get enough of them. You're exactly right. So some people incentivize with, you know, gift cards and stuff like that. Um, I talk to agencies every day. Uh, I probably meet with 20 to 30 agencies on a monthly basis. And um, almost every one of them says, look, we don't want to write, you know, Coca-Cola and Ford and the hugest accounts and try to compete with the top 10 agencies, but we want to get away from writing bops and writing the, you know, three and $5,000 premium accounts, but they don't really know how. And, and a big reason why is because everything they do is based off referrals. So if your network today is a handful of small business owners, your referrals are going to be more small business owners. And it becomes very hard to grow a clip that people want to grow without targeting the right type of accounts. So what's the answer? Because that obviously, uh, you know, everybody wants bigger accounts. Everybody wants the right type of accounts, but that's certainly easier said than done. What are, what are some of the ways that you can help with that? And what are some of the ways you've seen agencies that you work with get to the point where they are writing the account sizes that they want to write? Yeah, it's, that's, um, it's, it's really tough for a lot of agencies. I think the first thing is um, agencies really need to focus on some level of specialization. Most people are generalists, and that's because they rely on referrals or they may live in a, a market where there's just not a, enough businesses to really truly specialize. But we encourage agencies, especially newer producers, pick a couple of industries that you want to focus on and, and, and learn those industries. 85% of insurance buyers today in the commercial world want to select a broker who they feel like is an expert in their industry. And it's nearly impossible for brokers to be experts in 30, 40, 50 different industries. We just, most of us just don't have the mental capacity to be really good there. So that then leaves the question, well, how do we find those accounts? Um, and that's really where a partnership with Zywave starts through some acquisitions and some very strategic R&D work that our dev team has done, we've compiled the industry's best prospecting data. So I'm not talking about like the yellow pages with the, you know, a list of phone numbers that may or may not be accurate. I'm talking about building out an insurance profile of your ideal prospect. So we're giving agencies the ability to uncover, you know, and just, I know you're based in South Carolina. I ran the numbers down there. There's, about 80 or 90,000 prospects that we have really good data on in the state of South Carolina, which will give the, the broker things like, what's the premium on the account? Who's the broker of record? In some cases, we have the work comp and the mod information and the X date. We're giving people trends as far as, you know, three years ago, this was a 12 person company. Today, they're a 60 person company. A lot of really good data so how accurate would the premium or broker of record information be? That's interesting. Yeah. So this, this system we have, it pulls from about 40 different publicly available data sources and converts them into one really simple to use portal. Um, there are times where you'll see the, the field blank for a broker of record, because if we can't verify it, we don't put it in. Um, but if it's in there, it's accurate. And the majority of them have the broker. In wow. So it's pulling things like 5,500 filings, tax records, pulls in like OSHA and DOT violations and those types of things. And a lot of times we're able to pull the broker record on those. 
So a producer, even let's say particularly a newer producer, I mean, all that information is awesome, but how does that help you to land an account? How does that help you to be more valuable to a prospect? And how does that help you to, to you know, be that resource uh, that is not just competing on price? Because let's face it, you cannot always have a lower price or I guess you can by cutting some things out that the customer may or may not even know that you're cutting out. Yeah, yeah, so the understanding your target market is, is really kind of the first step. Um, but from there, it's really important for agencies to be able to put a message out in the marketplace that resonates with their prospect. And we all know price resonates. That's what most agencies pitch. Um, but like I said earlier, oftentimes an agent can only control the price to a certain extent or based on what their carrier access will dictate. So where we help is we help with industry specific marketing campaigns. So on top of the leads, there's different campaigns. So think about a construction company. Um, safety is very important. Uh, OSHA is very heavily targeting the construction industry because there's a lot of injuries there. So the marketing that we would put out around construction companies wouldn't say anything about, hey, we're the local agency who's been in town for 50 years. It talks about, hey, last year, here's the top 10 OSHA violations and the fines associated with them or small roofing contractors. If your broker doesn't help you get in front of these types of things, you should take a meeting with us because that's part of what we do. Or it might touch on things like, hey, did you know that a lot of carriers, specifically work comp carriers will offer credits if they can see that you have an up-to-date industry-specific safety manual? If your broker doesn't help you with that, there might be some money left on the table. So we've created all the content to help agencies with the marketing efforts when they have these leads. And then that content also spills over into a ton of great sales resources so that even a, a brand new producer who doesn't know a ton about the industry or the insurance marketplace can go in and look much more like an expert um, than somebody that might be competing against. Wow. Yeah, I believe everybody who wants to be successful in any field, you know, you need to provide more value than, than, than what you're charging for. And it really sounds like what, what Zywave can do is help uh, you know, either a young or a seasoned producer, just give more value. Uh, everybody, again, you know, hey, let me quote your stuff and let me see if I can save you some money. That only gets you so far. But uh, let me help you to not have OSHA violations and OSHA fines. That's that's some that's some real value. So, um, uh, as far as Zywave goes, I mean, what are all? Let's talk about you know the program itself and, and, and the features. So you have some lists, you have some information. Uh, what else could a, could a producer present to a specific business to, to help them out and help them land that account and provide value? Yeah, um, I think a, a, a common misconception for agencies I talk to is that Zywave is a really good fit for large national players or super regional type agencies, but that we don't have a a good fit for the local smaller independent agency. And that's, that's really couldn't be further from the truth. So I know that, and you know that, you know, look, the donut shop on the corner, they don't want to implement a full blown risk management strategy um, or spend a ton of time and money with loss control and, and stuff like that. But what we do know is a local donut shop on the corner has a deep fryer and an oven and there's knives in the kitchen and there's people moving back and forth. And so there are very simple risk management techniques that can help mitigate risks over time. 
And so Zywave will give agencies the tools from both a marketing, a sales, and a servicing perspective to be able to very easily help make some of those risks, you know, go away. Uh, not completely go away, but be, be less likely to happen. So some of it starts with um, just the simple safety manuals. Um, a lot of agencies are working with us with learning management. So being able to provide interactive training videos for employees. You think of a, a brewery, for example. Um, there's breweries all over the country. And a lot of times there's a guy driving a forklift around in the warehouse in the back, moving kegs from the bottom to the top and all that type of stuff. Well, if that guy never went through any sort of forklift safety training, then he's a risk driving that forklift around. And so the agency would provide forklift safety training videos for the, for the business to, to show to their, their forklift drivers free of charge? Correct. Wow. So agencies will license the, the software from Zywave and then Zywave will open it up and give them unlimited access to roll it out to their clients or their prospects. Now, some agencies charge for it and open additional fee, uh, fee services, um, but a lot of agencies are giving it away as a value add. Wow. No, that, I mean, that's, that's super, that, that's added value for sure. Absolutely. For sure. So to me, I would see this as, as a, more of an exceptional program for young producers who are in the business to give them that differentiator. Have you seen that, that newer producers can, can use Zywave to, to help jumpstart their, the growing of their book of business? Absolutely. You know, the days of handing a, a young producer a phone book and a landline are <laughs> pretty much gone. Um, one of the biggest challenges agencies have, agencies of all sizes, is finding good young talent. Um, and then if they find good young talent, it's validating that talent and keeping right. them, getting them producing. So we've invested a ton of time and resources into a full-blown producer training program that lives inside of our content platform. So it's not insurance 101 type stuff. Um, it's going to be more salesmanship. So how to do a cold call, how to uncover challenges and pains that your prospect might have. How position yourself as an expert based on what those pains are, how to run an effective meeting and captivate your audience and move beyond price and coverage, stuff like that. Um, and then it's really as simple as, you know, I, I speak to young producers all the time who build out a targeted lead list through our, our leads platform, um, market to those, and then maybe it's restaurants, right? And they literally just go into our content platform and they type in the word restaurant and it guides them to hundreds of resources that they might simply print out and slide across the table and have a conversation with the restaurant owner about. Um, and sometimes it's things like, you know, every restaurant has 16, 17 and 18 year old part-time workers on the wait staff or in the kitchen somewhere. Um, there's different risks associated with that, different laws and rules and regulations with part-time underage workers. So that's ne not necessarily an insurance broker's job to be an advisor on those things, but if an insurance broker can come in with some very simple, easy to understand information about that, they stand out and they differentiate. Sure. You know, I heard uh, on, a, on another podcast, there was uh, somebody discussing that we all get paid based on the size and complexity of problems that we solve. So if you are, if, if your goal is to, hey, let me save you some money, yeah, you'll sell some policies. But if you can become the expert in that industry, and um, you know, help restaurant owners to like to your example, 
uh, have less less accidents with their 16 year old workers and and everything else then you'll become you know the industry leader and you'll write more business and, and you'll get um, you'll get paid more um, but by, by putting more business on the books and it's interesting you know talking about your niche concept that's what this podcast is is I want to be a resource uh, to insurance agency owners uh, and I want to ultimately be known as the financial planner for insurance agency owners. And, and that's why I'm providing extra value. And, and so I believe in what you're doing um, and, I'm, and I'm doing it in, in a different way. So uh, I think that that's really good stuff. So tell me about, you know, you seem to be a hardworking guy. And, and, and uh, what's your theory about some different types of hard work? Yeah. Um... I think so. I, I manage a sales team now and I've got seven, seven salespeople on my team and we're, we're running and gunning up and down the East coast. And, you know, obviously I, I had the role that, that those folks have. And, you know, a couple of years ago I was selling direct and now I'm managing the team. So I, I always preach to my team um, that hard work is very important. And that's obvious. Everybody knows that. But I think a lot of people can get in a trap of feeling like they're working because they're busy, but, they may not always be doing productive things or really be working hard. So I tell my team, there's two types of hard work. There's easy hard work and then there's hard, hard work. And to me, the easy hard work is just activity stuff. Pick up the phone and make the call, run the meeting, get on the road, go shake people's hands, go make presentations. Like that's just part of the job of any salesperson. And that's the, what I call the easy hard work, because you can always determine whether or not you're going to make one more phone call or send one more email or anything like that. It's just a willpower. The hard part of hard work is the extracurricular stuff, the after hours, the homework, the student of the game mentality. Um, you know, Zywave is, we have a lot of products. We have, I think, 26, 27 different products for, for commercial insurance, personal lines, employee benefits, individual health care. I mean, it's, it can be very difficult to have a, you know, a career as a Zywave sales rep because you have a lot to learn. And people need to spend the time prepping for their meetings, spend the time learning what's happening in the industry so they're not just pitching product, but they're out there solving people's problems. They need to understand how to demo our products because we have a lot of them. And when you start getting into things like work comp analytics or healthcare claims analytics, it gets very complex. And if you don't put in the time to learn some of it on your own, then you're going to miss out on really big opportunities. Um, and I, I taken that, taking that back to your swimming career. So everybody at the level that you were swimming, everybody worked hard and everybody had a pretty high level of talent but I would guess that the guys that were succeeding at that level were doing the extra, you know, the nutrition, the sleep, the anything over and above just swimming laps, because to get to that level, yes, yeah, swimming laps is that that's a given, but, but who's doing the extra. And, and I think it's the same thing in sales too. Reading the sales books, using Zywave and everything else is what, is what takes you up to that next level. So I love it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you an example. I mean, going back to the sports world, there's a, a guy on our team who was a walk on, um, was you know he's probably the worst kid on the team but you know what he didn't care he made it to Carolina he was excited and you know he was able to contribute here and there and he so he went to practice like everybody else and he worked hard but by his sophomore year what he started doing was after practice he would he would work on his ankle flexibility um you have very flexible ankles that are almost like flippers on the you know 
putting flippers on your feet because your feet can just capture a lot more water. So after a you know two hour swim practice and an hour of weightlifting, he would sit on the pool deck and he would stretch his ankles for about 15, 20 minutes. Then he would get in the water and he would put on a weight belt and he would do vertical kicking. He would sit in the pool, in the pool with his arms above his head, straight up like this and just kick and kick and kick. And you do that for another 15 minutes. And he was always telling people like, hey, come do this with me, come do it. And a few people, most people didn't. At that point, we had already done two practices and weightlifting and running and <laughs> you had homework to do um, or you had a party to get to, whatever it might be. And, uh, and he went from kind of the worst guy in the team, walk on to by his senior year, he was um, the breaststroker on the A relay that placed third in the conference. He was a contributor in multiple events at the conference championship level and he became one of the best guys in the team. We all put in the easy hard work, but he was an example of a guy who really went the extra mile. And, you know, you're going to get the benefits if you work harder than, than people that you're competing against. And would you say that he was maybe not the most talented guy on the team? Not at all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the beautiful thing about sales, too, is, you know, I believe in everything. There's there's talent, but um, sometimes the most talented people don't work the hardest and then they plateau. Um, but somebody who just outworks the others can can really, really succeed. Mm-hmm. So in your personal uh, career and also with your team, do you have some visions of, you know, six months, two years, five years? And and how does that shape the results that you and your team have? Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's very easy to get um, caught up in the short, you know, the short term goals. Um, if you're in sales or, you know, different careers, what do I need to do this month? If you're in sales, you probably have a quota hanging over your head this month. And so you're thinking about how am I going to hit that number and not be in trouble? Um, but the long-term goals are really what allow you to have the big wins, is what I believe. So I'm, I'm trying to actively teach and coach my team to focus on the bigger opportunities, to focus on understanding how three, four, five of our different products work together to really solve bigger problems for agencies. Um, I think our company is a great example at Zywave of thinking about the long term with our vision. Um, for years, we've had a couple products that was sort of all or nothing. Do you like this product? If so, work with us. If not, maybe next year. Um, whereas now, we've started to allow agencies to really build their own Zywave experience. Um, and this took a lot of R&D work to be able to unbundle a lot of stuff we had built and have them available as separate offerings so agencies can really build out more of a customized platform. That's a vision that I've seen for the last 18 months with our CEO working on and teaching the dev team and teaching the service team, teaching the sales team and really combining the whole company on this vision so that you know, just a couple months ago when some of these things launched, we're able to hit the ground and really execute with them. Yeah, no, that's super because I think that, I think it's, that is, it's important to be intentional and it's hard to be intentional without having, having your eye on that big picture. Um, and, and even all, you know, I'm sure some of your, your, your sales team or have some sort of commission based, uh, uh, compensation, which is great. So, you know, how would this extra commission that you're making from, from, from selling more Zywave, how would that affect your personal life? How would it affect your family's life? I mean, shoot, you have kids, you, you know, little, little extra revenue for you personally wouldn't hurt the, wouldn't hurt the family life at all. So without, yeah, a, without yeah I think, a doubt. you know, like, you know, I, I've got 
some of the reps on my team are a little bit younger. But the kind of typical Zywave candidate is, you know, maybe a couple years removed from college, three to five years. They've had some level of success in sales and they're ready to get into a little bit more of a consultative and complex type of a career. So these are oftentimes people, you know, newly married or planning on having a family or young kids or things of that nature. And so when I talk to my team on individual conversations, I'm, I'm asking things like, not just like, what's your sales number you want to hit this year, but what do you like, where do you want to be at the end of 2020? What makes this a successful year? You know, I've had people tell me, I haven't really thought about that. I've just been so focused on trying to come out of the gate strong. And other people tell me, hey, I, I mean, I have a guy in particular who told me like, I've got my eye on a plot of land over here in this part of town and I want to build a custom home with my wife, I've got a kid. And, and he's like, I can't do that right now. But that's my goal by the end of the year to be in a place financially where um, I'll be able to do that. So having those long-term goals makes the hard, hard work and the easy hard work easier. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You gotta have that why. <laughs> have to have a big why. Do you have any 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 success stories that any of your agencies have had to where you know maybe they you know uh, doubled their their book of business or doubled their average premium size or anything like that that you or Zyway kind of have as as one of those uh, real big success stories? Yeah, I've I've got a lot of them. Um, right. If anybody goes to, I'll tell you a couple. But if anybody goes to our website www.zywave.com there's a whole success stories page and this is written up by the insurance agencies and it's their words on kind of how they used our stuff successfully. But there's two that jump out right away to me. One is an agency in Michigan um, in a place called Midland, Michigan, which is a rural cold place kind of in the middle of the state that, you know, doesn't get a lot of foot traffic. And there were two producers that took a meeting from a Zywave rep um, and the Zywave rep pitched them on everything we do. And these guys really gravitated towards our work comp analytics tool. They convinced the owner to let these two producers pay for it themselves because the owner wasn't ready to do it. They brought on our mod master tool, which is work comp analytics. Um, they said they went from about a 30% closing ratio to a 90% closing ratio. What they did was they completely stopped selling on price. And they, their pitch was, we're work comp experts. And there's analytics that can be used to really uncover what is driving up your mod and how to make that go down. And if you work with us, we'll give you access to these analytics and we'll save you money over time. They weren't pitching insurance pricing, insurance coverages, or policy information. That's what they're pitching. Closing ratio went up to 90%. They then brought on other Zywave tools and they went from about a $4 million agency in a six year span to a $26 million agency through um, a couple acquisitions, but most of it was through organic growth. Um, that was one. And they're on our website if you take a look. The other one was a really unique situation that I had an opportunity to participate in. There was an agency. I used to live on the West Coast and I was covering Los Angeles and Orange County. There was an agency I'd been pitching for two years and they said, hey, you know what? This stuff sounds good, but we want you to kind of put your money where your mouth is. Come pitch with us. We're going out to pitch bank. It was called Wilshire State Bank. It was, it was a, about a 900-person company. Um, and they said, this is a final meeting. They have three brokers that are the finalists. They understand the policy information, the coverage, everything, the price. One final meeting and talk about value-added services. So they asked me to show a demonstration of our client portal. 
and how that would help those people. And so we were covering things like HR challenges and compliance issues and the learning management and those types of things. And I probably got 10 minutes in. This was like a six person agency, by the way. I got about 10 minutes into my presentation and the, the head of HR at the bank stopped me and she goes, hey, listen, I get it. We're a bank. We have to focus on compliance. We have to focus on HR. It's just a, who we are, right? This would make our jobs easier. We like what you're doing. Um, the agency, six-person agency, wound up winning this six, $700,000 premium account competing against a couple really large agencies for, for two reasons. One, because the, the bank liked the fact that they were a hometown local agency, but they needed, number two, they needed to feel comfortable that this smaller local agency could provide them the same type of services as the top 100 firms that were also in their pitching. And through Zywave, they were able to do that. So they won that account. They signed up with us the next day and um, they took me out to a really nice sushi dinner. After. And, and what did you say the premium on that account was? It was about 700000 Oh, that's it? Wow. <laughs> no, that, yeah, no, that, that's... I get excited is, about bigger stuff, you know? Oh, but. that's... Well, and I think a lot of businesses, all things being equal, would like to do business with a, with a you know, small town type... Uh, relationship if they can provide the same service and resources. So it sounds like you're giving a lot of, you know, you're, you're giving the smaller agencies the ability to act like a bigger agency in some ways, but still have the small town feel, which, which I think is a win-win in a lot of cases, a lot of cases. So yeah. do you have, do you have any information that, 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 that anybody who's interested in Zywave can get from your website or, um, how, and how would they get in touch with you or, or someone at Zywave if they were interested in, in I guess, a demo or, or more information? Yeah, so I can be reached. Um, my, my cell phone is 310-697-9622. Um, we do business all over the country and even in Canada, UK, stuff like that. Um, my email is jared.kleber. J-A-R-E-D dot K-L-E-B-E-R at Zywave.com. Feel free to reach out to me and I can get you in touch with the right people. Our website has a ton of great resources on it. You can schedule a demo right online. Um, and, you know, Zywave has been around for a long time. Uh, so most insurance agencies know who we are and, and have an idea a little bit of what we do. But I would encourage you to um, take a fresh look because things have changed. A new CEO about two years ago we made three acquisitions in the last 18 months. And our goal is not to make acquisitions here and there and have other products to sell. It's really to blend them into a greater platform that helps agencies accomplish their goals. So you can schedule a demo online with our team. Uh, we'll be in touch with you and we'll get something scheduled based on, on your time. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm a big proponent of tools that can help agencies to grow and to be successful. And it certainly looks like in a lot of cases, you could be that tool and you could help, uh, help agencies to provide more values to their, to their prospects and clients. So uh, definitely love it. I'll put your contact information in the show notes. And for anybody out there, um, you can definitely check that out and, and schedule a demo and and hey, Jared, I really appreciate your time. Maybe we could have you on the show again. And uh, I hope that uh, some of our listeners take you up on the offer to, to, to do a demo and take a look at your products. Thank you, David. I really enjoyed it too. And one last thing, um, I'll provide you with a free white paper that we wrote. On, um, a lot of your listeners probably are familiar with a guy by the name of 
Dr. Sitkins, um, big time insurance industry expert and thought leader and consultant to a lot of agencies. Um, we've got a great partnership with him. He occasionally writes content for us. And one of the pieces he wrote that's in our content platform, but I'll give it to your listeners, talks about this concept of top of the stack submissions. And Roger is a big believer in the fact that um, relationships and negotiations with underwriters really rely on a broker's ability to show and prove to an underwriter why they've made this a good clean risk and why there's a very low likelihood of there being claims and losses and injuries and stuff like that. So Roger wrote a great piece for us on how to leverage our content, or it could be your own content. It doesn't have to be Zyway's content in your conversations with underwriters and include things like safety manuals, return to work programs, drug-free workplace policies, alternate ideas for getting people back to work. Include those types of things in your submissions to underwriters. You may be surprised at the pricing that you, you get back in return. So that's a free download for all your listeners, David. And how would they get that? Uh, I can send that to you. And uh, is there, I don't know, is there an easy way to uh, get that out? How about, how, how about anybody who wants it, they send you an email um, and then you send it out. So at jared.kleber, K-L-E-B-E-R at zywave.com. Does that work? That works. Perfect. Yeah. Good deal. Well, that is um, ridiculously awesome. I think Zywave sounds like a great tool and I hope a lot of people take you, uh, take you up on that. So we appreciate your time and uh, we look forward to talking to everybody next time. And Hope that you enjoyed that interview with Jared. Zywave seems to be a tool that can help the right agency to build their commercial book of business with the right type of clients by providing more value. A couple other issues that I would love to talk about is first, if you have a moment, please like and subscribe to our podcast. That helps us with search engine optimization and helps us to show up higher. And also the episodes will show up right uh, in your inbox every week as we release them. And I would also really appreciate some positive reviews that will help us as well. I want to be a resource to the insurance agency owners of the world. So if you ever have any business or personal financial planning questions, uh, please email me, david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. I'll do my best to point you in the right direction. And um, man, these are some crazy times. So let's all go out and make the world a better place and uh, just do what we can to help each other. Talk to you next time. Thanks.